Welcome to She Can and She Will. My name is Marianne Brown, also known as the Country Mompreneur. I'm joined by my co-host, Deesa McAllister. We are moms, work-from-home experts, and queens at helping women take control of their lives. On this show, you will learn from us as well as other women who kick butt in their lives and want to help you do the same. So sit back and get ready for some fun. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a new episode of She Can and She Will, because we can and we will. Oh, yeah, we will. (laughs) Yes, we will. Awesome. So we have, I don't know if you guys have been noticing, but our podcast has been blowing up. Holy cow. We've gotten so many episodes out and we've been, we we are already, we are interviewing so many interesting people. It's been fascinating. This has been like my favorite week so far. Just all the really super interesting women helping women. It's been amazing. And we got all sorts of coaches. We got, we just hope to spoke to someone about parenting. That episode will be coming up pretty soon. We spoke to a lady about how learning how to cook. What the heck? We need that. I told her. How I, I once upon a time had made a cake using salt instead of sugar. My peer, my family was not happy. They never let me forget it. <laughs> I bet you were off birthday cake duty for a little while. Though. <laughs> hey, that's sort of how you can get out of doing stuff is by doing it wrong, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe there's a benefit after you cry about it. For I always cry about it. If I burn cookies, holy mackerel, that's a meltdown moment. I always burn the last batch. Like I'll do batch after batch after batch. And maybe because I'll like, I'll put a batch in the oven, wash the dishes, the timer go off. I'll put the, then like the last batch, I always put it in and then get distracted by something. <laughs> and I know that it's done could because the smoke alarm goes off. Yeah. You <laughs> so, just checked out. You were like, this is it. I'm done. <laughs> we just washed the last dish. <laughs> Nothing else to do now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done with this. Uh, All right, today, today we got a new topic. Yes, we're talking about the top seven ways to attract clients when working remotely. So you've decided to move into the remote space, work from home, do your own thing. Now you got to get some clients. Yeah, this is the hustling. When you work for yourself, you still got to hustle every day. Uh-huh. And you may get one or two clients that'll be your big, big money clients, like like the ones that... They're, they've clocked you in for 20 or 30 hours a week. You've got the money coming in. You're good with them. I still like to have one or two small clients, even if I do have those big ones, just in case, because you are just a remote worker, the big client could suddenly say, you know what? I can no longer afford you. Then, then I've, I've had that happen. I don't know if you've had that happen to you before, Deesa, where you're cruising yeah. along. Everything's going fine. Then all of a sudden they're like, you know what? I can't afford you anymore. Or we've decided to bring the job in house and they're in. States and states away, so it's not an option for you to go go working for them. So then suddenly that big client's gone. I like to still have a couple of five hour a week clients. So if you do lose that big one, you do still have a little bit of money coming in until you get that uh, fill that spot. Yeah, and and it gets really hard too when you're working so much because it's like oh I I don't have a real good life balance right now. But when they when you you know they always they come in and go out. That's the nature uh-huh. of working for yourself. Is like you are, you don't have a an actual boss, but you have your bosses are your clients, right? Uh-huh. Um, so when they kind of shuffle out, you need to be able to replace that egg in the basket with something pretty quick. Yep. So we're gonna talk to you about some different options that we've used in the past and in the future and now that to attract clients. And for me, 
one of the first ways that I even got started, and I still every so often will look on, is using platforms such as Upwork, Fiverr. There's a number of other ones out there that you can use. Um, my primary one that I've ever used is Upwork. I like using that one. It's pretty convenient. It does seem like ever since the hit of COVID and where people have gotten a lot more working from home than ever before, um, the jobs aren't as plentiful. Well, there's as many jobs are just a lot more people applying to them. So they're not as easy to get. So in order to really be successful on a, on a platform like that, you're going to really create a really detailed profile. When you set up that profile, really fill it in with everything you possibly know, everything you may know, <laughs> and really make a really, really good profile. And know that as you're going and applying to jobs, for every 20, maybe even more that you apply for, you may be lucky to get an interview. And if you score an interview, you got to really, really shine at that interview because people from all over the world are competing for these jobs. I tend to only apply for the U.S.-based jobs because those ones tend to pay a bit more. Yeah. But um, <laughs> just honestly, they do. And, and on so, your own time time zone. that, that Yeah. Is yeah. If you're well. in your own time zone, that's even better because unless, unless you're a night person, then maybe or a morning person, depending on whatever time zone you're in. But, um, yeah, so do you have thoughts on, on platforms? I have seen people put videos on there now and I love that. Oh, yeah. I saw like, that that was an option. Have you tried it? I think I have, but I haven't gotten any feedback on those, but, um, but I like watching other people's videos because it's like, it's a real person, right? It's not an agency or a front mm-hmm. to anything else. It's a real person. You get to kind of see their personality and, uh, you kind of know right away if it's going to be an absolute nightmare to work with somebody like that, you know, if they come across. Mm-hmm blunt or whatever. We like working with nice people. So. Yeah, that's one of the sort of good things I like about working for ourselves is you can pick someone to work for, really, that you <laughs> like. If you're very much a type A personality that wants to work with someone else that's a type A personality, and you you interview with someone and they're very too laid back for your personality, you can be like, no, this wouldn't really be a fit for me as well as them. Whereas a lot of times when you're applying for a job in an office, you A, you're both putting on your A game in the interview, so you don't feel that as much. Whereas mm. being contract, after a week, if you're like, eh, this isn't really working out, you haven't worked, moved into a new office and been trained and all that stuff. So it's not as hard to just be like, eh, it's not going to work out. You know? <laughs> yeah, that used to be my favorite Upwork, but uh, not so much anymore. Ooh, that leads me into my new favorite, which is number two, uh, LinkedIn. And this has taken over for me in a huge way. Um, so what I will do with LinkedIn, like you've got your profile out there, there, there's even places that will rate your profile based on how much information you have up there. So if you're missing a lot of stuff, you're not going to get as high ranking and your algorithm to get introduced to strangers goes way down. Right. Um, so make sure that your profile is top notch. You got everything in there. If you're offering services, make sure that you put out like, Hey, I offer services. There's a whole page for that, that you can add onto your profile now. Um, and then I start searching for people and I will cold message them like, Hey, it looks like we, we have some things in common. I'd love to, um, connect and follow your progress, or I'd love to connect and meet with you. And I am getting like at least three meetings a day, um, doing that, uh, 
I spend quite a bit of time on LinkedIn, I should say. (laughs) (laughs) But it is, it has been, um, a great way to get your foot in the door, to meet new people at least, um, just to see like who is connecting on LinkedIn that doesn't actually want to know those people, right? Right? Like if you're connected, reach out to your network and just see like, this is where I am now and where are you? And is there any synergy? Can we work together? So. And I just made a note to myself to update my LinkedIn profile because I actually, I don't think I have in a little bit. So I need to actually look at that. (laughs) So my next one is word of mouth. And in the past, I actually have used this when working with different people. I worked with one client for a number of years. And then when COVID happened, his business just sort of had to dissolve. It was very, very much reliant on um, companies that had to service actual people coming into the stores. So he sort of, his business ended up closing because of it. So, but because of him, I used him as a referral to meet other people to pick up some remote work that had different businesses that I could help them. When we first moved to remote, nobody knew how to do Zoom. So because I was good at it and knew how to do it, I got a lot of clients from from him that just wanted me to run their Zoom calls, run their Zoom meetings, stuff like that. So if you don't have anything going on, reaching out to people that you've worked with before that may know some people or may need you themselves is a great way to also pick up some clients. So how do you get through your day? Between work, your family, and all the in-betweens, who has the time to connect with others who face your similar struggles? Join us at our monthly Women Helping Women virtual networking sessions to make connections with other women who face your same struggles. Make new contacts, whether you are looking for business connections, accountability partners, or to build relationships. If you've never joined a virtual networking session, it's very laid back, and we try to make it fun for all who attend. We ask you to share your name, what you do for a living, and what you're looking to get out of the session. We encourage people with like interests to share their contact info to connect once the session is over. This is a great opportunity to build bonds with new people who you never would have met in your day-to-day life. So whether you're looking to make professional connections or looking to find some new friends, sign up for our next session. Find more information at thecountrymompreneur.com. So my next one is kind of like that too. It's myself getting uncomfortable about meeting strangers like on LinkedIn, but it's going to in-person networking events. Um, and I've got, I have a goal this year. I'm going to meet 1500 new people. Um, and I think I can do it. So these networking events, uh, you want to pick an, pick a conference or a, an expo that's in your field. And it doesn't even necessarily need, like if you're a VA, you don't have to go to a VA conference, go to where like, like you're working for real estate agents, go to a real estate convention, right? Like that's mm-hmm. where your target market is. Um, and so just going there will help a little bit. Some of these uh, conventions, they have these apps now where you can go look at other attendees. You can reach out to them on the app and say, well, would you like to meet up for coffee in the morning or something like that? And, and you guys just meet each other. Um, and this, this next one, uh, cause I can't seem to meet enough people when you meet. It's like a 30 minute window. Yeah, it's so <laughs> quick. Yeah, you can only, yeah, it is so quick and you can only get to so much, like unless you're making plans with them after the convention, um, which I do that as well. And those tend to be like the most meaningful connections mm-hmm. that I make is if I, if I hang out with them after the convention. 
Um, but on the, this next one, because I haven't hyper targeted yet. So I'm making these big buttons that just say like got project management, you know, and just like, I'm just going to wear <laughs> these big old buttons. So, so a conversation that starter. That's exactly. awesome. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't, it, it takes a little bit to get out like what we do and nobody, nobody thinks they need project managers. So I think just having that on there would, would help, um, focus mm-hmm. my target a little bit. I like it. I like it. And also, to help with things like that, my next one is to create a website that shows off your skills. You can easily now create a website for very inexpensive and quite often yourself. Like some people, if you're super not tech savvy, you can hire someone else to do it. You can find somebody on Fiverr to do it for very inexpensive if necessary. But just creating a website, you can create a one-page website that just shows all your skills, all your abilities. So whenever anybody asks you what would normally be a resume, you can lead them to your website. That really makes you look sharp and professional if you keep it really nice looking website. Oh, yeah. I, I look at other people's websites all mm-hmm. the time when I'm about to to meet them. Um, so number six, this is going to be social media. And I, I know this seems like a no brainer. Uh, but social media is such a different animal than all these other methods that, um, that we really felt like it should stand out on its own. This is like more marketing than sales. And this is, uh, kind of like buckshot rather than a focused stream of water. Like this is just, you're kind of putting it out there, trying to get people to notice you. This is like top of funnel, maybe is what they call it, right? Where you're just casting a uh-huh. wide net, trying to get noticed, trying to gather a following. Um, and later on down the road, uh, maybe meet with them one-on-one to discuss working together. But that's, that's your social media. It's best to, uh, just get into one, specialize and go forward. Uh, but I have never followed that advice. <laughs> <laughs> I go for all of them. Um, if I can, if I do one, you might as well post it on all of them. So, and now my next one is referrals. So. <laughs> When I'm saying referrals, I'm talking about getting people that you've worked with in the past to give you a little quote, um, uh, maybe a link if they're, if they're willing to give you a link to the copy of the work that you've done for them. Maybe you've done, been a blog writer for someone in the past, anything like that. Get that info and have it available to people. So when they say, what have you done in the past? You can show them quotes and things like that. <laughs> that's like the number way one way to uh show people that you're credible right is the right like, the testimonials and um i i actually look at that when i go look up people like what have you done for other people do they like what you did um are they saying nice things about you so i think which is good which is good because a lot of people especially when you're working remotely when you're applying for a job you'll give your references and people will call you references when you're working remotely People rarely do anything like that because that's not really a thing necessarily. Some people may, but I rarely, when I've worked for people having to be the hiring manager, I've never called references for remote workers. I just look at what they've done, what they say they know how to do, take them at their word, because if after a week they can't do it, I replace them with someone else. (laughs) (laughs) So, So it's not really necessarily necessary. But when I'm hiring someone, if I see they've got all these referrals saying that they're so great at doing what I need them to do, then Mm -hmm. I'll pull them in. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. Perfect. Case studies and testimonials. Yeah. 
All right. So if you are looking for a way to get started in the work from home or work remotely field, feel free to check out our website at countrymompreneur.com. We have a work virtually starter kit that can give you the ABC insights and templates to start your ball rolling. The time is now to take control of your future. And thank you guys so much for joining us today. And like we said, keep tuned, stay tuned because we have some amazing interviews with some awesome people coming up in the next few weeks. So cool. Have a great one. Thank you for listening. For more information, join us at thepmagency.com.